Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up everyone, Mike Morrison here from the Membership Guys. Thank you for joining me for episode 134 of the Membership Guys podcast. This is the place to be for proven practical tips and advice on growing a successful membership website. I so truly appreciate you spending part of your day with me and you're going to be glad that you did because today I'm talking about ways in which you can make more money with your membership website. So I have seven things that you could do to make more money from your membership. And more importantly than that, I've also got a few things that you absolutely should not do if you're looking for different revenue channels and different revenue streams as a membership site owner. So let's start off with some of the obvious stuff, some of the stuff that's closest to home for you as a membership site owner. The first way of making more money with your membership is to improve the growth of your membership. That makes sense, right? So if you want to make more money from your membership, get more members and do a better job of keeping them. Easy, done and dusted. Surely that's all I need to say, right? It seems obvious, but actually so often people get distracted by the shiny objects that you see so many of these online business gurus talking about that they forget that often the key to making more money in their business lies closest to home. Simply improving what they already have in place. So look at ways in which you can improve your email sequences to get better conversions. Look at ways in which you can get more traffic to your website if your website happens to convert well. If your website doesn't convert, look at ways of making it convert better. Explore any feedback that you've had or any patterns that have emerged within your member base to try and find areas in which you can improve retention and you can reduce churn. All the stuff that you should be doing as a membership site owner, and we've got loads and loads of resources, both in the archive of the Membership Guys podcast, as well as on the blogs and all that stuff we have over at the Membership Guys, that will help you to get more members and do a better job of keeping them. But that is the first and most obvious thing. If you want to make more money with your membership, before you go off chasing alternative revenue streams, look close at home and look at what you can do to improve the growth of your membership. So that's the first and obvious one. That's the no-brainer one, but it's worth saying because often so many people forget that it can be just as simple as that. Get more members, do a better job of keeping them. So that's the first way of making more money with your membership. The second is to put your price up. Again, this might seem like an obvious one. If you want to make more money for the members that you sign up, put up your prices. Now, you want to be careful with this one. There's a few things to keep in mind. First and foremost, you won't typically increase the price that your existing members are paying. There's actually three main reasons for this. First and foremost, it can be a bit of a sticky area if the terms and conditions of what someone signed up for don't cover the possibility of prices increasing in the future. The logistics of doing a price raise for existing members can be a nightmare and could land you in hot water, especially if you don't communicate and manage the whole process correctly. Secondly, is that most membership sites that certainly a lot of our listeners and a lot of our audience are working with will typically use payment providers such as PayPal or Stripe, who actually don't make it easy and in some cases don't make it even possible to increase the recurring payment that an existing subscriber is paying. They don't actually allow it. 
And so even if you did plan on increasing prices for your existing subscribers, you wouldn't be able to. Obviously, the reason these payment providers don't do that is to stop unscrupulous business owners from simply doubling, trebling, or 10xing the payments that they're taking off someone without permission. So in most cases, you simply won't be able to actually increase the prices unless you were to get your existing members to cancel their subscription and then re-sign up on a higher rate. The third reason you typically won't want to put your prices up is because having grandfathered pricing, so having members paying you at the rate that was available when they first joined, is great for retention. If somebody joined back when you first launched and maybe they're paying $30 a month and now you're charging $60 a month for new signups, then that person who has that $30 a month rate, they have a big incentive to not cancel. They're going to want to make sure they are 110% certain if they think about leaving that they won't want to come back because if they do come back, then they face the prospect of having to sign up on a much higher rate. Whereas if someone had been thinking about taking a break just for a few months, then they're more likely to continue their subscription rather than risk losing their discounted rate. So just some stuff to think about if you do consider putting your price up as a way of making more money and making more profit with your membership. As well, if you are thinking about a price increase, leverage the fact that that increase is coming. So if you decide that you want to put your price up, even if it's just by $10 a month, then decide on a date perhaps one or two months in advance, and then promote the fact that that price increase is coming as an incentive, as a bit of urgency to your audience and your email list to encourage them to sign up before that price increase actually happens. It's what we call a reverse discount. If you join now, then you get to lock in the monthly price of $40 a month. That will never increase. But if you wait until next month, then you're going to be paying more. So the urgency is there for you to sign up right now. This is a tactic that we encourage people to use during their launch periods for a new membership site to start out with an initial launch discount that goes away after the first two weeks to, again, give you that additional urgency, additional scarcity to incentivize and motivate people to join up during that launch period. But also at any stage during your membership, if you decide to put your price up, use that as a reverse discount promotion something we've done ourselves at Member Site Academy and something that has been very, very successful for us and for a lot of our students too. So that's option number two for ways of making more money with your membership. The third is to add a new level, a premium tier for your membership. So this will be a higher priced membership level that perhaps has more exclusive content. Maybe it has a degree of one-on-one time with you or small group coaching. Usually it'll have some bells and whistles, some exclusive aspects to it that aren't available to the regular membership level. Now, we usually don't recommend that people differentiate their membership levels according to content that's made available. Instead, think about ways that maybe you can give a little bit more exclusivity in terms of access to you, in terms of maybe even facilitation. So maybe there's a degree to which you will directly help people do whatever it is your membership helps them to do. 
It's all really going to depend on what your current membership offers, but try to make the next tier up, any sort of premium tier, a one that offers something currently not available within your membership. And usually that does involve some sort of direct access or facilitation where you're hands-on and you're directly involved with your members. Again, a lot of this is going to come down to the current structure of your membership and chances are you'll already have had members asking you for certain things that your current membership level doesn't provide. So that might be the ability to get private direct feedback for you. It might be the ability to have you assess their work or assess their progress. You know, think about what sort of stuff you currently don't offer, but which would be of use to your members and would help them get to where they want to go quicker and then look at the potential for bundling that into a higher priced premium tier. And if you're not sure what a premium tier would encompass, Ask your members, run a survey. If we would offer a higher priced tier, a higher priced version of the membership, what would you like to see? So that's your third option, add a premium tier to your membership. The next option to consider is running some sort of live event. So this could be small workshops, it could be intimate masterminds, or it could be a full-blown conference. If you have a live event, it's a very different type of experience, a very different type of offering from a membership site. And it's something that complements memberships very well because the value that can come from taking online community connections offline of having your members meeting in the real world, not just meeting each other, but meeting you as well. That can be a hugely compelling offering and can really elevate your membership while at the same time giving you an additional revenue stream. And on the flip side of that, you can use your live event as a way of adding additional benefits to your membership. Now, I always maintain that if you have things like events or if you have things like products, that's a great opportunity to provide some sort of exclusivity to your members. So usually that means giving them first disposal at buying tickets or booking slots at a mastermind or a conference. So give them the first disposal, but also giving them a discounted rate. So members should always pay a little bit less. It doesn't have to be a huge amount, but it should be a discount compared to what the public will be paying because that then becomes a perk of being a member. In addition to your great content in your community, members of your membership always get discounts on all of our live events. They also get first dibs on our live event tickets. Now that is an additional string to the bow in terms of your value proposition for your membership. So that's getting a little bit off track because obviously we're talking primarily about how to make more money with your membership. But, you know, having that additional string to the bow, that adds a little bit more to the value exchange, which is an important part in making sure members stick around long term. So again, it can be something that will work well, not just for bringing in new money, but also hanging on to the recurring revenue that you're getting from existing subscribers too by having those live event discounts and priority access as a feature of being a member of your site. So think about whether running live events would be something that would fit with your audience or fit with you logistically. It's a particularly good strategy for anyone who does any sort of traveling. If you go to industry conferences, it just makes sense to try to have some sort of live event, even if it's just a small group mastermind tagged onto the back of it particularly if those are events where your members or your audience are going to be in attendance anyway. 
That's certainly something we do ourselves every year after Social Media Marketing World, which is an event that a lot of our members and a lot of audience attend. We always run either a workshop or a mastermind the day after that event ends, and it always sells out very quick. And of course, we always offer those seats to our members first, and our members always get the preferential rate compared to what it would sell for if going to the public. So that's the fourth way you can make more money with your membership running a live event. Next, is to sell products. Again, similarly to live events, look at whether there are any sort of complementary offerings. Maybe it's standalone courses, maybe it's actual physical products like merchandise. Female Entrepreneur Association, for example, have just recently started a whole range of merch for the uh, Female Entrepreneur Association, which is a successful membership run by Cara Green. They've just recently launched a whole line of merch that she offers to her audience. Scott's Bass Lessons, which you'll have heard me talk about quite a bit, one of our favorite clients of all time, a very successful bass guitar education membership. They have their own custom branded guitar straps and all that sort of stuff that they sell to their audience and their members member base as well so look for opportunities to bring other products into the mix whether they're digital products whether they're physical products if there's anything else that can help solve your audience's problems or anything that just seems like a total no-brainer to sell to your audience whether it's equipment whether it's resources consumables that you know that your audience are using anyway then Try and find these opportunities and explore how feasible they are. What I would say is you obviously want to make sure that what you're offering doesn't compromise your existing membership. So if your members have a reasonable expectation that any content you produce, any courses you produce will be available inside the membership, then it's going to be a bit of friction if you then produce a separate course and ask them to pay more for it. You will get a lot of kickback on that. And that's something that we've seen happen with other memberships and with other people where they've tried charging for something that typically members would expect to get as part of their membership. Now, a lot of that comes down to communication and a lot of that comes down to how you position what you're actually selling. So just keep that in mind. It can be tricky waters to navigate if what you're selling is something that there's even a chance that one or two of your members might expect to be receiving as part of their membership. You definitely want to make sure that any sort of products that you are selling have relevancy to your audience. Otherwise, you're probably just going to rub them up the wrong way if you're constantly nudging them to buy something that just doesn't make sense in the context of why they joined your membership. Now, depending on how your membership is actually set up, then having other products on sale, again, this is something you can leverage pretty much in the same way as we talked about with live events. You know, if you're using a membership plugin like WooCommerce, for example, that gives you the ability to make it so that your logged in members, so subscribers to your membership, get a standing discount or a member special price or a special member only price on anything that otherwise would be more expensive when sold to the public. So you can have an e-commerce store selling products to anybody, not just restricted to members. Although again, that's another area you could leverage. You can make certain products available exclusively to members or available to members early. But you can have that e-commerce store with your public-facing price and then maybe it's a standing 10% discount or something like that on all of your products that your members get. That's another perk that you can promote to the public to encourage them to join your membership. Not only do members get all this awesome content, not only do they get discounts on all of our live events, you also get 10% off 
all of our other products as well. You're just stacking on those benefits of being members, which again, not only gives you additional revenue streams through the products you're selling, but makes your value proposition of your membership more compelling, which is going to help bring in more members and it's going to help with retention too. So all of this stuff works together in tandem with each other. The sixth way to make more money with your membership is through affiliate commissions. So this is where you get paid a commission, a percentage kickback, so to speak, on any products, services, or software that you refer your members or your audience to. So this one can be a little tricky because quite often in the world of affiliate marketing, people are primarily being motivated by the commission on offer with very little consideration as to whether the product or the service that they're pimping, they're promoting to their audience is actually any good or is actually the sort of thing that they truly believe their audience or their members should be using. Now that's bad enough, but it becomes even worse if you're promoting stuff that you don't really believe in or that you're only promoting because of the commission and you're doing it to your paying members. Your members pay to get value from you. They don't pay to be a captive audience for you to pitch everybody's stuff to. There's actually one fairly high-ish profile membership that I will not name where they do that to a frustrating degree where their content, and I'm doing air quotes as I say the word content, their content is basically 50% made up of thinly veiled promotions for their friends' rubbish courses. So these are courses that they're getting 50% commission on. They're $2,000 courses. So they're getting a 1000 bucks a pop for shilling this stuff to their members in the guise of providing valuable content and the whole thing's just a bit seedy and a bit unseemly and it's the typical snake oil kind of sleazy stuff there's two real golden rules i think when it comes to earning affiliate commission within your membership and from your member base first is context so is the product or the service or whatever it is that you're talking about that you're linking to does it actually make sense in the context of the piece of training material you're doing or the uh, webinar, the course or the tutorial? Are you mentioning it because it is actually relevant to teaching a particular process or implementing a strategy that you're teaching and so on? So the context in which you are mentioning these third-party services, these courses, these pieces of software, these tools, doesn't actually make sense. And the second most important rule is would you be linking or promoting or mentioning this other product if there was no commission on the table. So that's the rule that we pretty much live by when it comes to earning affiliate commission within our audience from our member base or anything like that. If you could not link out to another site, to another product or whatever, would you A, still be creating that piece of member content and B, still be actually mentioning that related product or service? If the answer is no to either of those, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. So for ourselves, we earn affiliate commission from membership plugins, uh, from web hosting companies and so on. But those plugins and those companies are only mentioned where they make sense, in pieces of content where we'd be talking about it anyway. 
and where we'd be mentioning or recommending certain plugins or certain options, regardless of whether there was any commission on the table at all. You know, we have courses inside the academy that show people how to set up all the different membership plugins. We've got courses for plugins that offer affiliate commission. We've got courses for plugins that don't offer affiliate commission. None of them are given greater priority to the others. The affiliate commission is completely inconsequential. And that is absolutely the way that it should be. Because if you're compromising the ability of your members to get the results they want, if you're leading them down the wrong path or making poor recommendations purely because you're being incentivized, then they will spot it, they will call you on it, and they will cancel. So earning affiliate commission is a great way of making additional money with your membership, but it shouldn't compromise the manner in which you serve your members. If the objective of creating a piece of content, delivering a live session or what have you is primarily to drive affiliate commissions rather than to serve members, you are doing it wrong. But there absolutely is a way of earning affiliate commission without screwing over your members. So if you go about it the right way, then it can be a great additional revenue stream for your membership. The final way of making more money with your membership is by offering additional services. So actually providing a service to your members that helps them to implement what you're teaching or actually does it for them. So most memberships are DIY. They're do-it-yourself. You're giving people the education, you're giving them the tools, you're giving people frameworks, programs, support, and all that sort of stuff. But ultimately, it's down to them to take what you're giving them, go away, and put it into practice. Now, this is obviously an approach that is best suited to the one-to-many model because you can't be really hands-on and give people individual attention if your membership has hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of members. It's simply not logistically possible. However, kind of similar to what we talked about with premium tiers and all that sort of stuff, there is potential for spinning off service-based offerings that you take out to market to give people options for either having a done with you service. So that's something where you actually hold someone's hand as they implement the stuff. So there might be a mentoring service, a consultancy service and all of that, or maybe even a done for you service. So if you're teaching a technical process, maybe you're teaching someone how to build a membership site or run Facebook ads or stuff like that, then there's potential scope for a done-for-you service where you or your team actually go away and you build that website or you manage the Facebook ad campaigns and you set all of that sort of stuff up. Now, this obviously all depends on your topic, on the problems that you're solving. So, for example, there's no way you can offer a done-for-you service if what you're doing is teaching people how to play guitar, for example, because you can't make it so that someone just knows how to play guitar because obviously you can't just learn guitar on someone's behalf. But you could certainly offer a done-with-you service where maybe you become a remote teacher. You provide virtual lessons. Now, that's probably not something you're going to offer as a feature of your membership because it's going to be hard to scale. But you might have a service where you take on no more than 10 students or maybe you bring together other teachers. You have a staff who then provide a virtual music instructor service. You know, it's all really just about finding the different angles and the different ways in which you can help people get to where they want to go. 
Now this might seem counterintuitive to a lot of you who have moved to the membership model to get away from trading time for money, to get away from a service-based business. And indeed, that's something that I talk about all the time. I talk about why most businesses, they need to get away from time for money and all that sort of stuff. But it is really just about finding what works best for you, what works best for your audience. And of course, if you don't want to be the one trading time for money, then the scope to perhaps build out a team of staff who actually provide the service and you just manage and coordinate everything yourself. So think about whether there's any scope for having a service-based offering that is an offshoot of your membership that's perhaps a higher priced or a premium offering. So if you are looking for the ways of making more money with your membership, it's certainly worth exploring the potential for offering some sort of service-based offering. So those are seven ways of making more money with your membership. So number one, the no-brainer, the obvious one, improve your growth. Get more members and do a better job of keeping them. Simple, right? Second, put your price up. But obviously, be careful and be aware of the implications for existing members. Make sure that those guys know that they're going to be keeping the price they originally signed up for and make sure you're leveraging the upcoming price increase as a promotional opportunity. Number three, add a higher level premium tier to your membership. Typically, remember, don't differentiate membership levels according to content. Find some other element that you can bring to the table that justifies a higher price point. Four, think about offering live events. These can work very well in tandem with memberships. Five, sell some sort of product either digital or physical, that complements your members very well. And if you have the right sort of technical setup, then think about having a way for your members to get a standing discount on all your products. This adds a great extra perk to your membership offering. Sixth is to look for opportunities to earn affiliate commissions. But remember, golden rule, if you wouldn't promote that product or that service, if affiliate commission weren't being offered, then don't do it just because you've been incentivized. And then finally, explore opportunities for a service-based offering. So a done-for-you or a done-with-you service that, again, will complement your membership. So those are the seven core ways to make more money with your membership. I want to wrap up just by talking about three things that you shouldn't do if you're looking to explore other revenue streams. First and foremost, don't sell adverts on your site. Definitely not on your membership site. So don't sell adverts or don't place like Google ads or anything like that on your main site, so your blog, and certainly not inside your membership. It majorly, majorly cheapens your brand, your image, and what have you. And usually the revenue you get from them really, really isn't worth the detrimental effect that they can have. Second thing not to do is I generally wouldn't recommend people take sponsorship for a paid membership website. Again, there's something about that when we're talking about a paid product, someone's actually paying you money to be a part of your membership. To then also have sponsors does cheapen it, in my personal opinion. It's also going to raise some questions about impartiality as well. You know, if your membership site is sponsored by Coca-Cola, then obviously you're never going to mention Pepsi, even if you think Pepsi's the better drink or, or your members would be better served drinking Pepsi or your members are asking about Pepsi. You know, there's so many potential tricky areas when you are financially sponsored, financially backed by a third-party company. Not to mention they may actually turn around and put restrictions or requirements on what you actually put out there in your site. Again, 
the revenue from your membership should far exceed the potential sponsorship income. Now, just to avoid confusion, I'm talking about having your paid membership website backed by a sponsor. I'm not talking about sponsorship for your free podcast, for example. But even then, I would recommend if you've got your own products to sell, be your own sponsor. If you're going to give 30 seconds to promote someone's product, why not use that 30 seconds to promote your own product, right? And the third thing I'd recommend that you don't do is run joint venture promotions inside your membership. So we kind of covered a lot of this ground when we're talking about affiliate commission. In the online space, a joint venture usually means you partner up with someone who's got something to sell and together you create a webinar or you piece together some sort of promotional plan between the two of you whereby you agree to expose the other person's product or just the other person to your audience and in exchange any traffic any leads any sales you send their way you get a nice fat commission from i've already discussed again there's one membership in particular always comes to mind that really does this and it's not serving your members it's cheap it's tacky most of the cases where this sort of stuff goes on the product being sold is rubbish my personal opinion and experience but really keep this stuff away from your paying members people aren't paying to be subjected to constant sales pitches for other people's stuff surely your membership should be enough right now there will no doubt be people listening to this who disagree there's certainly a way of doing this ethically of having these sort of partnerships and allowing your members to benefit from the fact that you are coming together with someone else and all that but you know what most people who do this don't do it ethically that's just the reality of it so if in doubt keep this sort of stuff away from your paying members just my personal opinion and that's it for this week. Hopefully there's some stuff in there that's going to encourage you to explore one or two new avenues for increasing how much you make either directly from your membership or with stuff that complements your membership. I'd love, as always, to hear your own thoughts, your own feedback. If you have multiple revenue streams going on with your membership business or if you tried one of these things before and it's either worked very well or it's failed or you've been part of a membership and you've seen this stuff in action, I'd love to hear any and all thoughts and contributions over in our Facebook group. You can either search for Membership Mastermind on Facebook or type in talkmemberships.com to your browser and that will redirect you through to our Facebook group. We've got about 6,500 membership site owners in there. I would love to hear from you on your thoughts on this episode about how you're making more money with your membership. Thanks again so much for joining me. Hopefully it has been worth your while. I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Membersite Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be 
or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.